0: Good afternoon. Welcome to Business Buzz. This is Harold Littlejohn, CPA. I'm glad you have a chance to spend part of your afternoon with me. I like to cover business, money, investments. I like to try to keep you safe, as you know. And part of being safe would be in the realm of having insurance, especially with the recent campfire disaster in our lovely Butte County area. There's so many people that have trouble. I have pretty much every day I get a client or two calling me and asking me questions about what's going to happen with their house fire when their house is gone. And is it taxable if they get extra money over and above their cost? There's lots of questions going around. That's why today I have brought in an expert so we can educate You, and hopefully you'll learn a lot. I'll be learning a lot while we're talking. We're going to talk today. I'm not going to give you any stories, any investment advice. I'm not going to start off with my usual monologue because today is very important. With all of the problems going on in Butte County, we are going to talk today with an expert. His name is Michael Lamberts. He's a farmer's insurance agent. And he has his own office. He covers the entire state of California. He's very knowledgeable. I happen to also be a lifetime farmer's insurance customer. I've had home, auto, and business insurance all through farmers probably for the last 30 years. I've made a claim or two here and there, and it's always gone real well. I've never had any real complaints. That's not saying they're perfect. But I do believe they're a very good quality company. That's why I wanted Michael to come on the show today and help everybody get some good information about what they need to deal with on the recent fire and any possible claims, problems you're having, uh, that type of thing. So we're going to have a lot of good information today, and I'm going to introduce him right now. So how you doing today, Michael? I'm doing good. Good, good. I know you're busy.
1: Definitely very busy, trying to get everybody taken care of with with these claims and all the issues that are coming up.
0: Right. Now, you actually cover quite a decent-sized territory, is that right?
1: Uh, that's that's correct. I, I have a lot of customers in, in different areas. I have actually some in Southern California, uh, too, but most of my customers are in the area of from Red Bluff uh, down through Marysville,
0: and how long have you actually been a farm? Are you an are you a broker or an agent, or is there a difference?
1: Well, I'm I'm considered an agent, but a, a broker the license is is broker agent.
0: Okay, um, so you can do pretty much all types of insurance for customers.
1: Uh, that's correct. I, I'm licensed to do uh, property, casualty, life, and health.
0: Okay. And now, how long have you been in the insurance business?
1: Uh, This time around, I sold life insurance uh, years ago and then uh, got into the computer industry. But I I came back. I worked for a a health insurance company processing claims and customer service and then uh, got back into being an agent uh, with farmers. And and, uh, a personal little story – my wife and I went through the uh, fires in in uh, lightning complex fires in 2008 and during that time we didn't have farmers coverage we had somebody else and I was concerned about the coverage we had so I started calling the the agent we bought it through I couldn't get through and you know try to a, a local agent and couldn't get a hold of anybody I was on hold with the home office and the first thing we saw coming into Chico was the farmer's claims bus and dealing with with that farmer's claims bus and watching uh, some of the other uh, companies were dealing with things. I was very impressed with with how farmers really uh, gets out there and, and takes care of people, especially in these kind of situations that they really stand up uh, quite quite well for for people
0: right now and th- now this situation being different so if somebody just has a house fire that destroys their house but it was a random event of their own that's a different bit of a claim than when you've lost your house in one of these big catastrophic fire areas is that right
1: basically how th- how the policy is is structured it is the, the same but it's how the company handles the the process and you know, and I, I don't want to speak ill of any other company because every company is trying to do the, the best that they can. But uh, the, the farmers uh, corporate office has really stepped up uh, to handle things as as quickly uh, to take care of these people in, in the, the the most uh, painless way as, as possible to, to get them taken care of uh, in instead of you know people having to to go through the the whole process how a replacement cost policy works is you your first check that you get is actual cash value and then when you start reconstructing that's when you get the replacement cost portion of it and that's how that's how it's that it's actually structured that would be a normal situation right that's right. that's through uh, every You know, every policy is is structured that way. Now, farmers is kind of taken out some of those roadblocks to get everybody taken care of in a a way that that will really try to help them get that money as quickly as as possible so they can uh, move on with their life if they're going to reconstruct or find another area. There's a lot of of people right now that uh, are just in shock and are, are just in fear of being on that on that hill again because of the way they had to get
0: out. Right. So, it, farmers is sort of taking the position, as far as you can tell, that they're not going to say, "Okay, we're only going to give you this larger amount if you build and you show us all the receipts later." They're taking the position that they may be going over and above the cost right off the bat. Is that right?
1: Well, basically, what they're what they're trying to do is get the the, the person uh, taken care of on what their replacement cost is whether In they're the,
0: gonna replace right there or not right
1: the quickest the quickest way that that they can get them taken care of because they may 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 not go back they may not be able to go back for a long period of time so farmers is is basically taking out those those roadblocks for that that process to really get uh, you know people, moved on with, with their life from this, this disaster and and not leave them still in, in a, a case of limo. Because we don't know how long it's going to take to rebuild up on that hill. Um, I've, I've heard it's, it could take 18 months before they can even get the infrastructure back up.
0: And that leads to the fact that a lot of people might like to rebuild, but since they can't for 18 months and they may have no job now because obviously paradise lost all of its business most of its businesses and there's no normal there's no normal life left in paradise there's a good chance a lot of these people receiving the proceeds from the insurance won't be rebuilding in paradise even if they might want to
1: that that's correct. It, it they may want to and, and they may not be available to. Right. Cuz they got to go
0: get a get, move their job or think right. of a new place to live. Right. What a mess. Now, are you seeing the fact that your clients there's nowhere for them even to rent or stay right now? I mean, I know their their policies give them a decent amount of money for relocating and during this time. But you're seeing that there aren't a lot of places to even go.
1: That's correct. I'm, we're we're running into people looking for places as far away as Sacramento now. The uh, I do have a, a few friends that are in real estate, and they they have uh, stated that most of the inventory in Chico uh, had multiple offers on it within the first few days.
0: I noticed uh, of a this I noticed a couple places I drive by every day with for sale signs. They're gone.
1: They're they're gone. They've already sold. And because there were multiple bids, it, it drove up the price on them too. So mm-hmm. it's this is gonna impact the area for, for quite a long time and driving through the, the community of, of Chico and and I you know I do wanna reach out to to everybody and, and uh, just remember that that this is a this is gonna be a, a loss for quite a while and you know Paradise was one community and Chico is, is a community, but we're all uh, you know, a butte community. Right, we're and, all part
0: of the same community.
1: Right, and and you know, with the holidays, the the stress, um, you know, the the roads are already congested, uh, to, to you know beyond our, our our normal capacity, with the holidays coming up, we're we're going to be we're going to be stressed quite a bit. So just try to remember that this is, um. You know, just they're, they're still our neighbors. They're still part right. of our community. And, and uh, you know, we just need to try to help them get back into a,
0: a, a normal life, too. Now We will be coming up on the first break in a minute. I have noticed that people do seem to be fairly courteous even in the traffic lately. And I'm thinking everybody realizes that everybody's going through. Everybody knows somebody that's gone through a real hard time
1: even even if they their their house is is still standing the the stories that i've heard about escaping from up there there's there there's a lot of lot right. of damage there's right. people are are, are going to need somebody to talk to
0: right it's sort of like the post traumatic syndrome mm-hmm. i I'm, imagine people would have that driving through those flames the way that, they had to
1: yeah, there's 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 some stories that that I was hearing when I was helping out at the our uh, uh, catastrophe team, uh, trying to get uh, claims open as quickly as possible and get some uh, money in people's hands for additional living expenses, and uh, some of the stories were just uh, unbelievable.
0: Wow. Now, is it mandatory to join the catastrophe team, or does every agent just go out and do the best they can right now?
1: Well, we, we do try to get out there and, and help our, our uh, clients as, as best that we can. All of our our customers that are, uh, are impacted, we have several agents that have quite a few uh, customers to deal with, and they've also uh, been impacted at their agency. We had uh, four agents, and... In that area, and um, some have lost their office and their homes. Right, and uh, we also have uh, agencies that are still there, but they can't get up there. So they're we're, they're working through our district office and and other locations. Other agents have opened their their doors to to help the the other agents. We're we're a family in our district, and and we we all work together to get everybody taken care of. We had. We even had some of our agents that uh, uh, are displaced up there, and they were at the, uh, the catastrophe bus helping open claims.
0: We're going to talk about that today. And most people who have lost their home in the fire, it's been a couple of weeks now. So they're almost a couple weeks. So they've probably already talked with their agent the, the probably, agent or the claim adjuster. Right. They're already working with their insurance. But I think you're going to be able to offer them some good tips about things to do and things not to do during this process.
1: That, that's correct.
0: Yeah. that That's really important. I did hear somebody tell me that it was amazing when they were fleeing Paradise from Megalia. They headed down the hill, but it turned out they needed to turn around and head up the hill to 32
1: with, with the humble fire, right. that was a decision that was made to get another uh, escape off the hill. Right.
0: Luckily, they had that or it would have been a complete catastrophe. That, I mean, that's it correct. Have been it even it worse. would have been
1: more congested even. Right.
0: But this person was saying how everybody was very polite and everybody was helping everybody else get turned around and get around. So I think people do come together in these things and you see different sides of people that you might not expect. Be that's helpful.
1: That's true. That's what I saw too.
0: Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Now that was great foresight on that Highway 32 connection through Sterling City.
1: It, it was, it was, it was a very good uh, uh, way to get another avenue out of there. Uh, I think in the future though, they, they may even have to uh, increase that. And uh, I'm, I know that I've, I've talked with, with our local representatives and and uh, uh you know state representatives and they're they're going to be working on on trying to make sure that uh a lot of things are expedited so uh paradise can can be a, a, a nice community again
0: right yeah it's really scary to think about what it would have been like without a second route I, that, had, I had thought about that but now it's really hitting me because that heading down the Skyway was. I didn't hear a lot of terrifying reports on the Highway 32 end.
1: No, because it
0: the fire wasn't up. The that fire high. wasn't up there
1: yet, and right. during during the evacuation towards the end of getting everybody out is when it started burning down towards towards 32. But right. uh, in the early parts of of the, uh, the evacuation,
0: the, the, scary, the scariest part that day was in the Paradise area. Right. At
1: right. The I living through the the uh, lightning complex virus. is that the one in 08 correct right what i did is i i learned all the places to go to get the information
0: and i got on the scheme. all right well we're coming up on that first break stay tuned to business buzz this is harold littlejohn cpa talking with michael lamberts of farmers insurance we'll be right back just received news that Chlorina and Sludge have been captured for impersonating spring water. Let's now go to our field reporter, Paul wet Once again, Bob the Drop saves the world from fake water and... Oh, here's Bob now. Bob, do you have anything to say? Well, Chlorina and Sludge from Tapopolis are the worst. Why would you want wannabe water when you can have the best tasting water delivered right to your door? Anyone can get Mount Shasta spring water if they call us at 1-800-922-6227. Pure and simple. Naturally the best. Mount Shasta spring water.
1: Hi, this is Annie Meadows, and I hope you will listen to my program, The Journey, airing weekly on this station. For program scheduling, please visit www.chicochristianradio.com.
0: The Journey with Annie Meadows, Saturday and Sunday at 1230, here on KKXX.
1: Won't you join the adventure?
0: KKXX is excited to present Seeds of Truth with Joe Holcraft. Each weekday evening, Joe has hosted the Catholic Hour every weekend for the last eight years. And Seeds of Truth promises the same Catholic understanding of sacred scripture, contemporary faith-based topics, and the latest news from around the world. If you have questions about faith, join Joe and the Seeds of Truth right here on KKXX each evening, Monday through Friday. The business buzz. This is your host, Harold Littlejohn, CPA. I'm glad you're able to spend a little time in this busy, busy afternoon in this holiday season. My guest today is Michael Lamberts. Uh, Michael, before we get started again, can you give the listeners your contact number so they, if they need a, if they want to talk to an insurance person that's a, related to farmers, they might want to get a hold of you? What's your uh, contact number there?
1: Um, My office is in Las Molinas, right on Highway 99, and my contact uh, number is 530-384-2840. And like I said, I I cover all all of California, but uh, a lot of my customers are from Marysville all the way up to
0: to Redding. And... What 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 advice would you have today? Let's just say that we have a listener who is working with a non-farmers insurance company, and let's say they don't get the feeling this company is being super nice about it or super streamlined about it, and they feel like there's a conflict possibly brewing. Number one, could they contact you and talk with you? I mean, would that be something they might want to do?
1: Well, I... I'll I'll talk to anybody to to help them with with issues. Um, I, I try to give uh, good advice on on insurance overall. I, I can't speak to their their issue with right. The you company. wouldn't be able to help them with that claim, or, right? But, I couldn't but help you. Them would with that be claim. open to
0: at least discussing, right? I'd,
1: I'd be open to talking about you know the overall uh, issues of of insurance and and how uh, how the the whole normal process goes and. The one thing that, that I, I would like to, to speak about is that uh, independent adjusters, they don't work for any of the companies. And I, I don't want to speak to other companies, uh, but if, if you're with Farmers or Foremost, Farmers uh, and Foremost are, are part of the same uh, organization under Farmers uh, groups. And with that, if you're working with a, an a, an independent
0: um,
1: private I, I adjuster, to,
0: I had to, it's interesting because I had just talked about that last week. I think they call them public or private Pri- insurance private adjuster, right? Private insurance PA, adjusters, right. right? And so people might go to that if they get frustrated. But what might be some of the problems with that?
1: One of the issues is you're they're they're working on a they're working on a on a percentage of what you get settled, and their their best, they may not be have your best interest at heart. Especially if you're if you're working with a company like Farmers, Farmers is going to make sure that we do the the best we can to get you back where you belong. That's actually been our motto: we get you back where you belong. And we're going to try to take care of your needs as best possible. And if you bring in an independent or private adjuster they're actually taking you know 8 to 10% whatever their their contract is away from your settlement so if you're getting replacement cost and and you're looking at replacing your home you've now lost 8% of that to that that uh, private adjuster
0: where where the company might have been willing to give you the larger amount anyway right
1: if 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 you're if you're in a, a good spot, you know, they they're they're gonna be trying to convince you to sign up with them that they've got your best interest at heart, and that may not be the case. You you may have a, a better situation with the company that you're with. And like I said, I can't speak to, to other companies of how, how they're gonna handle the the claim, but being with farmers and being out there uh, on the front line helping get these claims open I'm I'm seeing how farmers is handling it and it's we're trying to get people taken care of as quickly and as without without having to go through a lot of more stress than they're dealing with
0: right quickly and fairly correct right so at what point might someone decide they may need a PA or even an attorney that I'm sure attorneys do this type of work too
1: There are attorneys and and again, they're, they're going to be looking for a percentage. percentage. So the, the best avenues is, you know, I, I would start, if you're having an issue with your, your claim itself, uh, start with the claim adjuster. If you're, if you're not getting the satisfaction, your agent is supposed to be, uh, your avenue, uh, to the company. Right. So you want to try to work with, with them also oh, okay. uh, to, to try to get the issue resolved. Okay. But, you know, I, I do want to kind of explain how the whole process normally goes. And companies like Farmers have changed things in these situations uh, in order to get things taken care of quicker uh, and, and more in a more orderly fashion. How it normally goes, if you have a total loss... Uh, you rebuild your your home. You're they're going to start you off with with a settlement of what's called actual cash value, and that's going to be the same thing on your contents. You if you have a policy that's replacement cost, then as you're rebuilding, that's when those funds get get released above the actual cash value. Right. Because normally, if you just cash out and walk away you're going to get the actual cash value because you're not replacing right. that home. And it's the same thing with your contents. The, the painful part of that is that you're having to reproduce that, that whole inventory. And I suggest that, that to do that is you do create an inventory. And I also recommend when you're in a situation where you're getting your policy started, take pictures of Every room, do like a a section of pictures all the way around, because you may not remember every part of your inventory.
0: I did that. I did that recently. In I live in Chico, and I did do that. Finally, I've known I should always do that. Right. And now, now sh- that I've seen all my clients in Paradise with these problems, I went around and just snapped pictures of every room. Every room. And room. I know it'll remind me of things I never would have remembered that I had.
1: Exactly. I I I had one person that. Was, was asking me the question while we were while we were uh, dealing with the quote. I was facing them and they they had some stuff behind them and I says I asked them without looking back there, what's everything against the wall back there? And, and they only remembered about one in, in five of the things that were there. Right. And yeah. and that's the thing is you, you don't always remember. Right. And the the best thing to do is keep keep that in a safe place that's not in the home.
0: Uh, in in another area right. like a safe or, or deposit or box or uploaded to the cloud or whatever, or uploaded to the, right. to the cloud. Now, so I was a little surprised when you and I first started talking after because we have uh, we know some mutual clients and all that. Are you saying that in this catastrophic situation, I mean you can't guarantee anything, but some farmers' clients may be receiving the full replacement value without a lot of headaches and arguing and fighting when they have a total loss? I mean, that's that's, that's what farmers is,
1: is trying to do, is to resolve this as as painless as, as possible.
0: And the um, people would end up keeping their land as ownership even after getting a full replacement that they might not replace?
1: Th- that's the thing. is is uh, One thing that, that's not understood uh, readily is if you're getting a settlement, that's for replacement of your home or your contents. Right. Farmers doesn't take ownership of that property. You still own the land. Right. And it's it's not like a an automobile claim where if you if you get if it's a total loss you you just hand over the car to the company because that's they still kind of a tangible right, right. tangible you know piece of of metal, but right. It's not land, and the the land never never itself burns the trees and everything right, on it, right, but you still have ownership of
0: that land. So, so theoretically, somebody might come out of this with a pretty big payoff for the replacement. they don't end up replacing at that spot, and ten years from now, their lot might be worth x dollars and they can sell it to somebody who wants to build a house that that's very possible. Wow. Well, it's pretty amazing to find out how the world of insurance works, and most people don't read their own policies until something happens. And wouldn't you say that's normally the case?
1: That, that's, that happens a lot. Um, I do recommend, and Farmers uh, tries to work at, at that. We, we send out letters reminding people that, that their policy is coming up for renewal. Uh, we, we as agents uh, try to contact people. On a, on a yearly basis to review more as, as often as they're comfortable uh, doing. So we, we usually send out a letter stating that uh, it's time for a farmers-friendly review, and then we'll, we'll sit down with them and, and go over everything.
0: Great. Well, we're coming up on the bottom of the hour break. This is Harold Littlejohn, CPA, talking with Michael Lamberts of Farmers Insurance. Stay tuned. We've got a lot more good information for you. Stay tuned to Business Buzz. Hi, this is Rob Walter, host of Red Sky Radio with Rob Walter. This is a program that proclaims liberty to the captives of our beloved nation, where truth trumps political correctness and where the uncompromised word of God exposes the works of darkness and sets free. Those held hostage behind the Iron Curtain of a shamelessly biased media. America, we have a trail to blaze. It's time to saddle up. It's time to ride. Join me at 7 a.m. on KKXX. Saturday mornings at 7 a.m. here on KKXX. How are you going to get to the Sacramento airport? Use North Valley Shuttle. It's easy online at NorthValleyShuttle.com. Don't be that person who bugs their friends or family to take you. Book online right now at NorthValleyShuttle.com. North Valley Shuttle has added new departure and arrival times each week for your convenience. Serving Chico, Paradise, Oroville, Gridley, Live Oak, and Yuba City, Marysville. North Valley Shuttle gets you there quickly and safely. Leave the car at home and let NorthValleyShuttle.com do the driving. License PSC 20791. Why is the
1: basketball court all wet?
0: When life hits us hard, we begin asking hard questions, and we need real answers. Suddenly, the laughter of the sitcom seems so shallow, and sappy love songs offer no real hope or direction. But piercing through the static of entertainment comes a glimpse of clarity. Here we are, a radio station with answers. Most entertainment helps you escape reality. We help you face it with hope, peace, and answers that come from God. Lock it in here for real life answers. You're listening to Life Radio, KKXX AM and FM. Welcome back to Business Buzz. I'm Harold Littlejohn, CPA. I'm glad you have time to spend your part of your afternoon with me. I'm here with Michael Lamberts, a farmer insurance agent, farmer's insurance. He has a lot of knowledge about insurance, and right now there's a lot of people that need help with their insurance. I know they're using their agent. They're using their uh, adjuster. Hopefully they're not having any trouble, but my main feeling is that just by the number of clients I have in paradise that have lost homes and or businesses. uh, I do have a feeling there will be some unhappy people here. Michael, what would you say to somebody who ends up with an unhappy experience and they might even have to hire one of those private adjusters to help them. And they feel like maybe their neighbor got a lot better deal than they did in the same fire. After this is all over, could someone like you step in and maybe help them with new insurance that was from a, a better situation in this case? I mean, this is possible.
1: It, it, it's possible. There's there's going to be a lot of changes going on in in the insurance industry in California, and it 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 already happened a few years ago. There's a lot of companies that have pulled out of, of California, not writing, and uh, how. Things work uh, with with farmers is if if farmers doesn't I- accept that type of risk, then uh, we we're able to still take care of the the customer and we've we've actually come up with some some very unique programs that will help in high fire areas. So in if, other
0: words, we may see a problem in the future now where there'll be less companies offering fire insurance in these areas
1: that's correct it's it's already uh, i know it started a happening
0: a couple of years ago
1: right and it's 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 tightened up even more after the santa rosa uh, fire happened uh there's in certain areas it's it's called called high fire risk and if you're in one of those areas it can get very difficult to find uh, a company that will cover you uh farmers has a as a unique product um and I'd be happy to to speak with anybody about that that particular program that uh, really helps helps take care of that situation. And in those in those those situations, a lot of companies that were writing that that high risk areas, they've even now stopped writing new policies in in California.
0: Am I mistaken, I believe a client of mine told me that they got a letter a year or two ago and they were in Paradise and they actually lost their home. And I believe they told me that they got some sort of letter that said something like, we're not going to renew this next year. Have you heard of that?
1: Yes. Some companies have been non-renewing when a fire issue breaks out.
0: But this was before this fire. This was a couple months ago. They told me they got a letter.
1: Correct. There, yeah. there have been companies that have been doing that. Uh, after the car fire, it uh, it started happening in, in Santa Rosa. It, it was it was a, a, happening right from that time period. There's a lot of companies that are just not able to
0: sustain uh, right. through, these kinds this. of damage. Right. Right. Now, in one thing, I wanted to ask you because I'm not sure of all this. That Santa Rosa area—would that really be considered a high-risk area? I mean, it seems to me that thing kind of burned out in the middle of no, kind of out in the open. It's, mean, would, it's would that maybe be a high-risk area before the fire? It really it wouldn't be considered.
1: Like no, it really wouldn't be considered a, a high uh, fire uh, risk. There's there's several factors that right. I know that the mountainous
0: areas like Paradise would be
1: right there. Right? In those kind of areas, they're looking at the terrain, they're looking at access to fire stations, mm-hmm. they're looking at uh, the what's called the brush score. The, the that's the slope and and the surrounding area, if how uh, how dense the right. the uh, brush or tree lines. So looking are. back,
0: looking back, Paradise probably would be one of the more high risk areas with cliffs on both sides and. Lots of trees and brush, and not a ton of fire stations.
1: There, it wasn't considered on certain levels. Basically, there's there's several ways that insurance companies will look at that. There's there's called the fire protection class, which is your distance from a fire hydrant and a fire station. Then there's the what's what's called the the brush scores is what uh, is referred to a lot. And then, or it's otherwise known as a fireline score. Mm-hmm. And then there's there's some companies that actually use historical records if there hasn't been fire in that area over a certain period of time. Oh, so they actually will use that as as their data for for doing the underwriting. And it just depends on on how that company is has structured their underwriting
0: criteria. I was thinking if if and when I'm I'll say when I shouldn't say if. When Paradise gets rebuilt, I would imagine there probably will be a lot of restrictive codes put in place.
1: There, there's probably going to be a a lot more scrutiny on on whether or not like how a close will to write.
0: trees and how much brush, or how much that defensible space.
1: That that's something that the the insurance industry itself doesn't uh, control. Right. but I'm saying but the
0: county and the and the town probably will. Right yes, there, sir.
1: there's there's areas that are considered. Uh, in most areas, it's a hundred feet of, of clearance around the property. There are some areas that that have a requirement of hundred and fifty feet um, of uh, defensible space.
0: But that wouldn't have been in place in Paradise because some of the lots aren't even a hundred feet wide.
1: Right. It it would basically how that is going to work is. 150 feet of defensible space or up to your your property line. Whichever is smaller. Right. right. And some companies actually require a 200-foot clearance in order to underwrite the policy.
0: Hmm. You think there could end up being restrictions on types of materials that the house is built from? I mean, would stucco be better than wood in rebuilding? Could that be a code situation, you think? That
1: that could happen, but a, a stucco house really still burns. Still right? burns pretty. <laughs> you know, even a brick house. Right. Uh, the bricks end up becoming an oven inside. So. Oh. Uh, yeah,
0: I'm not really a physicist. <laughs> I don't really understand. I'm. I've never been unfortunate enough to be directly involved with a fire, so I'm not. I'm not an expert.
1: Yeah, and I'm. I'm not really an expert at at, at fire. I, I worked as a firefighter in my twenties, but. That was a special special type of firefighting. I did ambulance and and firefighting at at racetracks,
0: dealing with high... Did you have to put out car fires?
1: Right, with uh, top fuel and and things like that. So we we were very specialized in in those kind of things. But I did learn a lot about how fires act, and and they don't act like anything else.
0: (laughs) I got to ask you, since we're on that topic, there used to be a gas station in... What's the town on the way to Roseville where Wally Herger was from? Wheatland. Okay, Wheatland. And there used to be a gas station there. They don't have it anymore, but it said racing fuel, and it was like twice as much as regular fuel. Is that like hundred octane or something? What? what's Yeah, is it's usually racing? a higher octane than, higher what you than can the ninety one right. or whatever.
1: And and that's that's how uh, airplane fuel. Air is aviation too. fuel. Right. Same way.
0: Yeah. Because but I noticed uh, I've been driving through I've been driving through Wheatland for thirty years since I've moved back to Chico from the Bay Area, and that station always had racing fuel on their sign. Yeah, that's, now they don't.
1: <laughs> I, I think they may have uh, ended up with, with some issues there because if your car is not designed for it, it may not, right, may not it work out secure, the best for your car. Right, yeah.
0: you, you could have your own version of the car fire. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not, not a funny topic, but just kind of interesting. I was wondering about that. So you actually were a... F- a safety guy at a racetrack? I,
1: I worked for a, a special events ambulance and fire crew company. At different tracks? At, at different tracks, yes. Oh. I I worked at uh, Orange County International Raceway. I worked at uh, Ascot in Southern California. Uh, it was one called Brotherhood on Terminal Island. And uh, other special events we worked. I uh, also did what was called the Mickey Thompson Off-Road Celebrity Races they they had at the LA Coliseum. Oh. They had celebrities running in like oh, these like doomkey things. Oh, wow. Right.
0: And did you also work like air shows? Were you part of an ABA? I, I never show? did any
1: air shows. We did a lot of the, the county fairs.
0: Oh, okay. Did you ever do a NASCAR type place like Sears Point?
1: Um uh NHRA was, was mostly what I did, but I did do some of those. Oh, okay. I, I worked at the Ontario Raceway, um in Southern California. That's a big one, closed. Right? Yeah, yeah. It uh uh, I, I actually heard that it kind of closed up because people weren't coming because they didn't have many accidents. <laughs> oh.
0: Because yeah. Yeah, people fun, wanted to see the accidents. You can watch cars go around just driving around Chico at 5 right. o'clock. I,
1: I, you <laughs> know, I'd, I'd prefer the safe, safe versions of it, but I, I, <laughs> maybe I'm a little different. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, I'm wondering if there might have been an old racetrack near Wheatland that closed down so they didn't need to sell that fuel anymore. That, I mean, that it, could have been. I just that, that may
1: yeah. have been. Yeah. Um, I, I not, didn't know the Wheatland area all that well.
0: Yeah. There's not many racetracks around, and uh, they still have the motorcycle racetrack on the way to Gridley. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I don't know of any, a lot, you know, near Chico right now. So getting back to the insurance world, let's pretend we have a listener who lost their home, and now they're going to rebuild, and a couple years from now, they are rebuilt. Could they have some needs with their insurance person at that point? Do they need to review everything, and would it would it be a new policy, but it's the same address? How would that work?
1: Well, usually, what what's going to happen is once you've once your house is gone, what you need to do is actually have a course of construction policy when you're rebuilding.
0: Oh, so in case something happens during the rebuilding,
1: right? You're you're going to have materials there you're going to have liability. Even though the, the house is gone, you're still going to have the need for liability coverage because you still own that land. And if somebody uh, gets injured on, on your property, you could be responsible for
0: that. Now, this is another time, just to, in the middle of your thoughts there, this is another time to remind people that this is no time to hire people who are not licensed.
1: Exactly. Yeah, always work with a licensed contractor, Uh, First of all, you have some protection there because Because he has
0: to have liability, right?
1: He is. He's required to have uh, liability.
0: We'll get back to that right after this final break. Stay tuned to business buzz. We'll be right back. seems like every day I'm asked about vitamin D in the sun. The main question being how much sunlight do I need to expose myself to get an adequate level of vitamin D? So my answer is simply common sense, protect if you need to, and consult your primary care physician if you think you might be deficient in vitamin D. I'm Dr. Paul Sabin, and that's The Skin You're In. If you have skin care questions, make an appointment today with Dr. Paul Sabin of North Valley Dermatology. Call Dr. Paul Sabin today at 342-3686. Again, that's 342-3686.
1: Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky?
0: Welcome back to Business Buzz. This is Harold Littlejohn, CPA. I'm talking with Michael Lamberts, an insurance expert with Farmers Insurance. His number is 530-384-2840. If you need an insurance man to talk with, he's a great guy and a very knowledgeable person. We were talking about the reconstruction aspects of insurance because a lot of our listeners in Butte County with this disastrous Campfire are going to be dealing with this. There are certain things you shouldn't do when you're rebuilding. We were talking about licensed contractors. And what what's just some general advice on that? Now, the insurance company, do they have to approve the person that's going to do the rebuilding? Is that part of the process?
1: No. In, in fact, in, in the state of California, we're, we're not uh, allowed to require... You to have anybody we approve of, for doing the reconstruction, but in or other any words, repairs.
0: The, but the fact that the house will end up being permitted, the insurance company goes along with that, right?
1: Right. We're we're going to help you through that that process. Right. But with, they're not going. The, but you don't claim. tell
0: them they have to have a certain type of contractor.
1: No, we we we're not allowed to to, uh, to require that. that they they that they do a. A certain uh, company or anything, we do provide uh, through our our, our uh, programs because we we work with certain companies. We we don't recommend them uh, to you in that you know we're we're saying you have to use them. Right. We just we we give you our uh, the groups that we work with. We call it our our circle of dependency, oh. and we have a special relationship with, with them. Oh, okay. So we, we hold them to a, a higher standard.
0: Sort of like when you have a car accident, there's certain car repair shops that your particular company, because I use Farmers, right, sort of recommends. and.
1: Yeah, we, we're, we're going to give you the the, the list of, of ones on our list. Right, and it's you, up to you whether you want to use right, the list or, use list or not. Right, you can use that list or not. Right. But the, the main thing with, with people that we have – that relationship with is, uh, we've got the the ability to um, work with them uh, in resolving problems a little easier.
0: That's the thing. It's it's probably always better to use someone that you guys already know because you've sort of already approved them somehow.
1: Right. We've we've gone through and, and required a very stringent uh, process of how they they work with our customers. So if they want to stay in that uh, in that group, we uh, we high, we hold them to a very high standard. Uh, but like I said, we we we're, we don't require you to use any anybody you are able to use anybody for the repairs.
0: Now, the problem I foresee is. Let's just throw some numbers out and I'm just guessing, but there's been eleven thousand residences destroyed and I'm sure they've now gone through most of the neighborhood, so I don't think that's going to double or anything. No, I don't think it'll that's, it'll double, but
1: there's there are some that still haven't been Right, like reviewed. Berry Creek
0: and some of those areas. Right, Yan- Yankee Hill Cherokee, isn't complete. There's some, right.
1: some roads up there I'm not seeing on the right. on the list yet.
0: Let's just throw some numbers out. If 50% of these houses want to rebuild, that's 5,000, call it 5,000 houses being built at one time in one small area. How's this going to work? how did it work in Santa Rosa did they just bring up tons of workers from everywhere how, what what do you think might happen
1: well that's that's a thing we're we're in a position right now where we're pretty strapped on on available contractors to to do the work and we're we're not sure how this is all going to play out overall with uh, with not just the insurance industry but how it's going to f- affect uh, the, the area we're going to have to contractors are going to have to come in from different areas in order to, to do these repairs. And
0: they're going to need a place to live while they're doing it.
1: Correct. They're going to, they're going to need a place to stay. And, and there's a lot of rentals that are already snapped up. There just aren't any. There's no rentals available. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a tough situation, but.
0: I have a real quick question. I don't know if you know the answer to this, but it's interesting to me. When District Attorney Mike Ramsey came out and mentioned gouging to like stores and hotels, right? There's a rule you can't add more than ten percent to your regular price, right? Does that? I'm wondering, does this affect houses for sale? If if someone had a house for sale for two hundred, could they have jacked it up to two twenty five? Well, right I'm not, after the fire,
1: I'm not a legal mind, but housing when you own own a home and you're selling it it's it's kind of what the market right you're not is, like a
0: merchant that sells every day right
1: it's it's not a it's, it's not like, a a situation where you've got uh you know one set price and now you've changed that price right, right you may have you may have put your home on the market for for a certain amount and now you've got 20 people that are interested in buying it
0: i guess you could just hold an auction
1: so they're just they're you're getting offers and, and the if your realtor is, is, is looking at all these different offers, they're letting them know that there's multiple offers in, so the person may come in with, a, with an even higher offer. That's, what I think, what's what's actually raising the, the right. prices the on homes side. now. the demand side, right. The demand right. Is, is so high right now, and, and it's not that people are just automatically raising the asking price for their home so much as now they've got multiple offers. And people are trying to outbid each other for those homes. It's I'm really going to drive up the market for a while.
0: I'm wondering if the rent situation is similar. I, you, I think if, it is. If it's, you've had a $1,500 house and now you have a move out, or you did have a move out, I guess there's no reason you couldn't ask 2200
1: Right. You can, you know, you're still... I don't
0: think that would be gouging. That's not like selling gas at the local gas station.
1: Right. It's it's going to still be a, a thing of supply and demand, I think. Right. I. There's are certain areas that have regulations on on rent um, right I but know that we the really state don't one up didn't, here too much right yeah I know this the the that thing know, lost, voters that proposition you know,
0: got rejected
1: re- got rejected right. but I think a lot of it was wasn't just that it was rent control um, but it was going to be the government's going to control all of it and right people, a lot of people didn't like right. that idea. generally yeah
0: uh, when people realize how much the government does control, I mean, I think 220 years ago, founding fathers probably would have a—and I don't want to sound like a constitutional patriot, <laughs> even though I am, but I don't think the founding fathers could have ever imagined how much control our government does take over everything.
1: Uh, and that's that's what I—the one thing I remember uh, is that one statement—I can't remember the the, the woman's name— that he said it to, uh, but Benjamin Franklin, when they came out of the conference, and the, the lady said, uh, "What is what type of government did you give us? And he says, a republic, ma'am, if you can keep it.
0: Right. <laughs> that's a good and one. And that,
1: that's the key, is, right. is, is keeping that republic.
0: I just read an article today, and I won't mention names or parties, because I try not to be political on mm-hmm. Business Buzz or... Half my clients would love me, half would hate half me on, age, yeah. on on any uh, on any topic. A newly elected congressperson
1: mm-hmm. not
0: from California who was in the news was not able to identify the three branches of our government when asked. I Did you read that article? I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what that's what we're dealing with folks. <laughs>
1: Yeah, when, when we have elected officials that don't even know how the branches of government works. Yeah,
0: just in a general, just list them. Just, they didn't ask you to recite the whole deal. Right. The, just the list whole, <laughs> the three.
1: The whole structure, just, to, <laughs> just to, to know the basic branches of government and how they're
0: separated. No, I thought high school civics was supposed to teach people that. Uh, that's
1: something that, that's really confused me when I hear politicians say, well, that's not constitutional, when I can't, when I've really looked at our Constitution quite a bit, and uh, uh, I uh, Richard Dreyfus uh, has has a, a group that really goes into looking at the Constitution and, and Is that the actor the the actor right oh, I didn't know that yeah he's he's kind of gotten into education of, of oh. our Constitution and uh, when I when I hear things like that's not constitutional. I keep looking for where it is in the
0: Constitution that it says that,
1: and I can't find it.
0: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know? Well, my main thing was because I, I went to law school and I had constitutional law, and some of the decisions were just absolutely mind-boggling, how the con law teacher could even talk about them with a straight face. And then right around the time I graduated came— the following year came Bush versus Gore, where the Supreme Court just stepped in and said, stop counting the ballots.
1: Right. And, and I'm
0: like, oh, how is that con law teacher going to handle that one? And I guess they'll tiptoe around that one, too. And
1: especially when when the decision was very limited in its scope, it was only for that particular Election, right, for that election and only that election did right. it count
0: right it doesn't apply to any other election or, right yeah
1: and i think we've we've now got the 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 situation like that in in florida again right, right. broward county did you know same that,
0: area did you know that woman who's the head of the broward county resigned yesterday? yeah she
1: was she put a lot of was put a lot of right. pressure on to i to mean, resign. She, she had
0: only she had only like mis- mistakenly destroyed boxes of ballots during recounts right just minor, and, mi- just minor problems like that
1: and, and missed the the deadline by by three minutes even Jeb Bush who appointed her uh, <laughs> was, was calling was calling for her resignation
0: <laughs> I've got to tell you a quick story I won't belabor it I'm sure there's some people in the audience who will know exactly who I'm talking about but my son ran for school president in a local, middle school, and he did a great job with his campaign. His exit polling told him that he probably got 80% of the votes. Wow. And the way it ended up, it turned out that the teacher who was in charge of this whole election process took the ballots home and counted them by herself at home and then brought the results back the next day. That's and real it, secure. And it, tur- and it turned out my son got like fifteen percent of the vote. Just did terrible. And then I we were told, well, of course, kids don't say who they voted for. Right. So to make a long story short, that person should go work in Broward County. There's an opening. Yeah, there's an opening. <laughs> I, I think they may fit. They can take the box home.
1: <laughs> I, I did want to go go back to yeah, yeah. insurance and, and yeah. kind of cover one area that uh, yeah, go right ahead. It's a real real concern. Too, especially with with what's going on in our uh, situation with the with the campfire, when when uh, you do work on your home and you increase the value, you, you do need to talk with your your agent to make sure that the the reconstruction cost is keeping up with the the improvements you've done and. So let records, them know
0: that there's, like, more square footage now. Either more square footage.
1: The, the the county records usually get things like square footage, but, you know, if you update certain things in your home, those, those may not show up on the county records. Like, if you you changed a, a bathroom uh, and changed the, the type of tile you had, like you went from just regular tile to granite. Right, you've now changed the value of, of the reconstruction on your home. So you want to keep up with, with so that. your
0: agent needs to know that. Right. You do right. need
1: to get with your agent and, and go over those things. Farmers does have those things in place where they review. We have a, a system to review recon, reconstruction costs in, in a particular area. Like uh, Santa Rosa uh, really jumped after their fire. The cost of reconstruction in now that the, area per square foot.
0: I also wanted to touch on the whole subject, which is what people see it. It's important the premium side of everything. We're talking about how great the insurance companies are, but now we got to remember everybody has to pay that premium. Are premiums just generally going to probably go up? And they, I know they have been. They're probably keep continuing to be a little higher these days, isn't that right?
1: It, it might be an issue um, of of increasing costs in that area. The how insurance is is controlled in the state of California is it's very regulated by the state, and we we are controlled by that. The, right,
0: you can't just willy nilly double people's premiums. Right, we have to right.
1: we have to uh, apply for rate changes with the insurance commissioner. It's reviewed and everything. The insurance commissioner is the one that makes the decision of what What's based allowed. on a, on a formula. Right.
0: Right. Well, thank you, Michael. We ran out of time. It's been a real quick hour. Michael Lamberts is available at 530 384 2840. I'm Harold Littlejohn, CPA. Thank you for being with us. We'll see you next time on Business Buzz. KKXX Paradise, K280 GL Chico, and K283 AR Chico, Yuba City, Marysville.